Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. He's a former educator here in the state of Indiana, also an investigative journalist for the Daily Signal. Tony Kennett joins us. Tony, it's no secret that people teach critical race theory, but the way they get around by saying they don't is they call it something else. We've talked about this. We've had conversations but now we've got someone recorded on tape saying it. The new Project Veritas video is out, and I want to get your thoughts on that. It's the very same thing that we've been saying all this time. They're teaching critical race theory. Uh, they're using the tenets of it explicitly in instruction. Uh, what I thought was kind of interesting, though, at least in, in most in point, is how kind of when the doors are closed, critical race theory isn't just seen as you know, something that's good. It's not just seen as something that's maybe necessary, but it's, it's seen as uh, almost common sense to a lot of progressives that you would segregate people by color and that you would implore how important it is to teach children that being white is a very evil and horrible thing and that you're responsible for generational guilt. Uh, I'm thrilled to see Project Veritas and a lot of the uh, excellent team over there uh, getting all of these videos and exposing this stuff. And again, for somebody who hasn't seen it or even knows what Project Veritas is, this is like a hidden camera group that go inside some of these liberal woke places. And they had a conversation with a teacher and he says, you know, on hidden camera, you know, we get around teaching critical race theory by calling it something else. And we have been saying this, it feels like for two years, Tony. Yeah, again, just calling it diversity, equity, and inclusion, calling it uh, racial justice, calling it any other number of really nice and, and fluffy words uh, in, in order just to continue teaching. And funnily enough, you don't even need this recording to, to rely on this. Gloria Ladson Billings, who has been writing essays on critical race theory since the 1990s and the importance of it and the need for it and why it's good, uh, she was she has been giving interviews as a professor of education for like two or three years now saying that you can't uh, be equitable in education without teaching critical race theory. She says that all <laughs> high schools and middle schools should be using critical race theory. So, so much for that theory. One more thing on this before we move on, because we've got a number of different subjects we want to get your opinion on here, but I've had a lot of people send me messages wanting me to ask you this. Parents of kids in schools, they get these surveys sent to them. Now, the surveys are very vague. You know, how is your son or daughter's experience? What can we do better? Does your child feel included? Things like that. Is that survey that gets mailed out from school groups to these parents kind of laying the groundwork to potentially roll out CRT in some capacity? Oh, absolutely. A lot of these surveys that come out and they're like, so how do you feel? Really what that is, is there is some administrator in the school, some counselor who's looking for an excuse to say, we got three surveys back and this child does not feel included. Therefore, we need to change everything we're doing in the whole district. Oh, my God. 33% exactly of the responses <laughs> say we need critical race theory. 
Yeah, two out of 800 students say that they didn't feel included that one time we didn't have a pride flag hanging up. Therefore, we need pride flags in every classroom. This is exactly how this stuff goes. I sat in those meetings in Indianapolis public schools when this exact kind of logic was used. They'll say this qualitative data is just as important as quantitative data, which any science academic will tell you is complete hogwash. Speaking with Tony Cannon, investigative journalist for The Daily Signal, as reading your uh, recent piece that you posted about how my tax dollars are uh, being funneled to places like Indiana University to openly provide, as you put, unproven hormonal injections shown to be exceptionally risky. Tell me about this article. Where do we start here? So uh, Illinois, uh, Illinois University, and also uh, University of Wisconsin-Madison and Indiana University, uh, their university health programs are utilizing your tax dollars to provide any student that wants it, in some cases adolescents who come to their centers that aren't even 18, uh, with hormonal treatments and other things that even these websites themselves, including IU and Wisconsin, openly admit are dangerous and harmful. So your tax dollars are paying for a treatment that IU openly admits can cause cancer, could cause death, will permanently destroy the endocrine system. That's uh, what keeps your hormones regulated and your reproductive systems. We know that this is, you said unproven, IU openly admits that it's harmful, yet they say it's important gender-affirming care that if, you know, you want to cut off your genitals and, you know, stick yourself through a lot of hormones that's going to burn out all of your your hormone production glands and facilities, hey, we'll we'll do that on the taxpayer dime. I'm sure there's, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure there's psychological examinations in many forms and pieces of paperwork and um, surveys and things you have to fill out before you you get this kind of procedure, correct? No. Uh, in fact, in all three of these cases, no, I, of course not. Oh, God forbid you actually yeah, Like a, a psychological uh, examination of any sort? No. I mean, a 1998 computer asks you if you want to cl- save a document before closing. They don't even do that in this case. There, there's no, are you sure you want to destroy your genitals before you take this injection? No. Literally, if you pressure them and say, I don't want a psychological examination, because what person is going to openly admit that they're not mentally stable? So if you openly you know, say, look, I, I'm mentally stable. No one's going to tell me otherwise. Now give me the needle. They'll write you a prescription on the spot. And uh, it was in- incredible just to look through all of the gender-affirming, quote-unquote, gender-affirming care, um, or as it should be and is known in several medical communities as uh, body system uh, mutilation. Um, and it, it, the amount of just horror stories that yeah. are starting to come out is, is just well, unreal. Well, that's my next question. I mean, are there any studies that have been done to – suggest that you know quality of life of someone who's gone through this has is improved are are there any studies that that talk about the the safety of, of these kinds of procedures so uh the the trevor project is a left-wing activist uh group that likes to basically create these fake studies um and i say fake because it's all qualitative data there's nothing quantitative in their studies uh that'll say that well if you know if, if your kid uh, wants to be transgender, it's better to have a trans daughter than a dead daughter or a dead son or whatever. And so they, they say that, well, 100% of people who get gender-affirming care are less likely to commit suicide. But additional studies that are done by you know actual scientists looking at data 
have discovered that's actually not true at all. It turns out that those who receive psychological counseling and help, not hormonal injections, are more likely to be mentally healthy over a longer period of time. They are less likely to commit suicide. And as we find out from a lot of individuals and and more recent studies that are coming out, the regret from individuals who have uh, undergone transgender surgery and procedures regret it as soon as two years after the procedure uh, and and do so for the rest of their life. Are there any universities that had been doing these procedures that said, all right, maybe we should pull back uh, for a minute. Maybe we should stop this process until we find out more about the the long-term effects of vanderbilt in tennessee because the uh, gop caucus inside the the tennessee state house wrote a letter that said we believe that you are encouraging medical mutilation we believe that what you are doing is using taxpayer dollars to harm children and young adults and so therefore we're going to launch a full-scale investigation into absolutely everything you are doing to see if you're up to board and Vanderbilt posted a little thing online that said, yeah, I think we're going to stop with the gender <laughs> surgeries for a minute. I, I don't know. I wish that we had a Republican legislature who had um, the cojones uh, to perhaps send such a letter to Indiana University. No, we're, we're too busy scratching their back. Nigel, do you ever wonder what the text messages on Tony Kennett's phone look like? Like most of us get messages <laughs> of like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Uh, Tony, any update on the trans hormonal funding and body <laughs> mutilation? Uh, I'll, uh, I'll always keep my texts open for you, Jason. You can start sending me some more normal texts. My <laughs> wife isn't. Hey, so uh, last thing here, Tony, before we let you go, uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier. There's rumors, there's chatter, there's scuttlebutt that Donald Trump getting ready to come back to Twitter as well as Facebook. His staff has apparently reached out to Facebook to unblock his account since he is running for the president. Your thoughts? Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know what to say. He was going to do his whole, oh, just truth social, truth social, such a success story. And then it turns out, no, no one, not really much change has occurred and, and true social is still kind of languishing. And uh, he, he wants to kind of recapture some attention. He's embarrassed himself royally on social media several times in the last couple of months. And I say that with, you know, an air of disappointment. I, I find it, you know, unfortunate, especially with some of the anti-China policies that he is suggesting. Um, I, I mean, good for him. I hope that he actually keeps his hands off of his phones and, uh, you know, refrains from, tweeting out more very weird things but i don't know it's kind of a nothing burger for me should be entertaining it's though. great for our show i'm not gonna lie tony yes, it's great for our show i can't wait to have alvin from alvin and the chipmunks <laughs> come up oh, and read I'm, more I'm tweets excited for i'm excited for the the just copulent amount of screaming and crying that will come as a result of this where can people find you at tony you can find me on uh, the Daily Signal, dailysignal.com. You can check out all of my stuff there. And if you're a masochist, you can follow me on Twitter at the Tonus. Tony Kennett, thank thanks, you. Tony. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.